Good morning, everyone. It is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, on another episode of Cut to Shit, Get Fit. And today, on this beautiful Saturday morning, as I'm finishing my coffee, I am super pumped. I'm in a good mood. And I'm not going to rant today. At least I don't think so. And I have an exciting topic I was thinking about um, as I was making my coffee. And I'm going to go back to the roots of the show, which is fat loss. Because a lot of you have been adding me on Facebook, which is amazing, by the way. And for those who haven't, stop listening to this episode right now. Hit the show notes and add me. I'll say what's up. And then our journey's going to start from there. It's going to be amazing. Come join me. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the cost of getting lean. Because I don't think people really understand what it actually takes to look the way they have it in their head. But before we start, we're going to do some shout outs to the top three cities. Number one, again, I'm super pumped about this. It's Langley where I'm from. Shout out to everybody in Langley listening to my show. Um, And number two, we got Garland, Texas. Shout out to everybody in Texas listening to my show. And number three, the city has popped up a lot on my um, feed. It is LA out in California. Shout out to everybody in LA. And an honorable, wow, I did not say that correctly, an honorable mention is Milton Keynes out in the UK. Shout out to everybody out over the water in the UK listening to my show. All right, so let's get this thing going before I start talking about something random. Cost of getting lean. Um, A lot of times when I train clients for the first time, they're brand new to fitness and health. You know, the typical scenario is they were athletes back in high school and college, they get out of school, they decide to become adults and get a job, they start working that job like crazy, they meet someone special, they get married, they have a few kids, and boom, now you're in your mid-40s, you put on about 40 pounds, and you're like, holy shit, what have I done with my life? Now you're thinking, okay, I need to start exercising, I need to start eating better, and I'm going to get back to where I was in high school and college with that exact same body. But this is a whole nother environment, playing field, that this individual has not experienced yet and doesn't really understand what it takes to actually get to their goal. In my head, when I see someone brand new... I want them moving better, feeling better, having more energy, and losing a few pounds. But on the client side, they're thinking, I'm going to have a shredded six-pack. I'm going to be able to do 10 to 20 pull-ups in the gym, and I'm going to be running around like a fucking racehorse. But we all know that usually doesn't happen because losing weight and keeping it off and being super fit is the constant struggle and battle of every single person in the fitness and health realm. I remember back, this is probably five or six years ago, where I I probably read one of the most 
eye-opening blog posts, and it was a combination of 20-ish professional um, fitness models, both male and female, and they described their experience and what it took for them to always look magazine ready because it was their livelihood. And you'd be surprised how much they have to give up in order to look like that. So when you're scrolling through Instagram and Facebook and you're seeing all the fitness inspiration out there with guys shirtless, oiled up, photoshopped to make every single curve and cut of their body just stand out in that photo, and then you have subconsciously this like idea that you, the average Joe, is going to look like that. You know, um, actually, I'm really happy I just brought this up and thought of it. If you follow The Rock on Instagram or Facebook, he posted recently um, him shirtless in the gym, and he was writing about how many people actually help him look that way. Now, if you remember when um, he was just in the WWE, like he was, you know, built, he was bigger, but he was never really, really cut and like gigantic like he is right now. You know, yes and no, maybe he was on some sort of substance, whatever, but you can see his work ethic if you follow him on Instagram. Like he is up at 4 a.m. every day, training two hours every single day. But he was mentioning in his post that, you know, he has people that feed him, people that watch over his programming, people that make sure that he looks like The Rock all year round in order for him to do movies. Like, that's a freaking job in itself. That's his full-time job is to look like that. And that's what it takes. So going back to um, this article I was reading, you know, the Cliff Notes version of it is that every single one of these people, they basically have three to six weeks before they have to be photo shoot ready, meaning that all year round, they have to be in really good shape and all they have to do is go through a little cutting phase to really make their body pop and stand out during the photo shoot. So a lot of them are not allowed to go out with their friends they can't go to family functions. They can't go out for a beer. They can't do anything. They have to look the way they look in order to make a living. That's what it takes. I don't think a lot of people understand what their goal should look like. You know, the ability to get to like single digit body fat percentage for men is a lot harder than you think. You know, in order to have shredded six-pack abs, there's not going to be, you know, a diet that you find online that's going to take you there. There's not going to be a magical workout program that will take you there. It's a lot of freaking hard work for a long period of time with a lifestyle that you probably can't handle if you're an everyday person. Now, people in the fitness industry maybe, on the other hand, could get away with it because that they live and breathe it but even then that kind of holds some sort of you know thing over your head because you know christmas is coming and 
my clients love to bring me chocolates, cookies, and I'm not going to say no. I'm going to devour those things almost right in front of them because it would be rude to be like, oh, no, I can't. I'm cutting right now. And, you know, I'm married to an individual that's not in the fitness industry, and I can't, you know, be that person where I'm going to say no to everything because she'll probably fucking kill me, right? So there's there's a push and pull. And when you start leveraging what you want compared to what others want, because I don't know, I look at it as am I being selfish or am I, you know, going to put others into an awkward situation or make them feel uncomfortable or make them feel like shit for not being the same way as I am. Now, there's times in the year where I will go through a strict diet and just to experiment to see what's going on, but it's not going to be my entire life. So for the people listening, like you're bombarded with so much marketing material out there that you should look a certain way that the bikini body looks like this, that the superhero body looks like this, and it's attainable with this diet and this workout program that you can do in eight weeks. It's not true. It's not going to happen. You would have to go through a lot of hard freaking work in order to look like that. A typical scenario, um, I have one client in particular that like his inspiration is to look like the rock and I'm like freaking awesome. He also runs a multi-million dollar, dollar business and he's always been frustrated that he can't get his fitness and health as a priority. And I told him straight up, I'm like the amount of effort you put into your business to grow it every single year and live the lifestyle that you do because it's successful is the same amount of effort you got to put into your body to look that way. And when I told that to him, he's like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, it's that difficult. Like, people need to start thinking that if maybe that is your goal. Maybe you want to look like a superhero or freaking Wonder Woman in the freaking movies. Sure. But you're going to have to sacrifice a lot. Like, if you have a couple kids and a spouse, think about what you're going to have to do to change in your life in order to look that way. When you start weighing all the pros and cons, a lot of times you're just like, you know what, maybe that's not what I actually want. Maybe what I want is to lose 10 to 20 pounds, feel better by putting on the jeans that I've never worn since college, and now I have more energy, and I'm pushing myself in the gym, and I feel pretty good. Maybe that's a more realistic approach than always aiming for this huge, huge, huge goal of yours in your head that would take so much sacrifice to do. And even there, there's like a double-edged sword to it. Like I would, this is, I bring this up on my show all the time is like the people who go for fitness competitions, that's the kind of body they're going for. Look at how much you would have to sacrifice the diet, the like cutting out carbs, cutting down your calories, going to the gym like almost twice a day sometimes in order just to look like that on stage for a couple hours, and then you go into this horrible binge cycle of eating all the foods that you couldn't, like there's, I, I just look at it, there's so much to lose in order just to look 
a certain way for your own vanity. I think there should be like a middle ground. You know, sure, if you want to look like that, there better be a really good excuse. Like you got a photo shoot coming up and you got to look that way and you're going to get paid for it. Not because you just want to look that way. Some heavy stuff. You got to think about the cost of getting lean, what you're willing to give up, and who you're doing it for. Are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it because that's what social media is telling you you should do? Most of the time, people just want to move and feel better, lose a couple pounds, and feel good when they put on a piece of clothing that doesn't disappoint. Think about it. People listening who are fitness enthusiasts, make sure you really think about what is most important to you when it comes to your health. And coaches out there, meet your clients halfway. Weight loss isn't everything. Sometimes it's just being able to wake up with energy. It doesn't have to be this huge drop in weight. That is it for me. I'm going to end it there before I keep rambling on. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family. Share it on every single platform out there because I want to grow this thing. And again, just a reminder, click the show notes. Add me on Facebook. I post a lot of great stuff on social from written form to video and, of course, audio that you're listening right now. Enjoy your Saturday. Have an amazing day. Until next week, you guys.